episode of Beyond the Dumbbells, your snarky source for all things nutrition, fitness, wellness, and lifestyle. From damaged libidos to a-holes at your local gym <laughs> and everything in between. It makes me laugh every time. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time, too. So you said um, it's damaged libidos. <laughs> Do people even pick up on the fact that being overweight and slothy impacts the sex drive? You might still actually have um, a little bit of mental desire to be sexy, mm-hmm. but you're too lazy and... Uh, you can't actually pull yourself together enough to want to do it. I don't think people tie a lot of things to either what they weigh, body fat percentage, or what they eat. I oh, honestly don't. It's just because I'm tired. Well, your your hormones are off because your life is off. Yeah. But I also think that people have, they place too many things in what other people tell them. So like um, for women with like their their cycle every month, it's uh-huh. like, well, you're supposed to have a headache and cramps and do all these things. And it's like, well, have you ever looked at your diet around that time? That maybe the yeah. sugar from all the chocolate you're scarfing <laughs> is changing it. And I can absolutely say that, people, because I am a woman. It's not, your, it's not your, um, your menstrual cycle that's giving you the headache. It's your crappy food. It's interesting. But it's, I, it's, I do. Does one man ever say, you know, I've I've been struggling with getting in the mood and, oh, wow, I never pay attention to the fact that I drink 12 beers a week. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that might have something to do with it. <laughs> Your testosterone's in the toilet. Your wife has more testosterone than you do. I wish I had more testosterone than you. I could lift like a hoss. <laughs> you are a hoss. Um, so we went away uh, this past weekend and we went down and visited some... Just some other coaching environments. Yep. So we started, uh, it was fitness related, and we just kind of exposed ourselves to some other influences. Mm-hmm. Um, this is much different than anything we've done before because the idea around this, um, it was more of, my, my takeaway was the ability to be unique in the fitness space. Right. And there's all kinds of coaching and there's all kinds of people surrounding how to be successful and mm-hmm. what successful means. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that we never looked at with our business is I never thought about franchising it. Right. I never thought about creating something that somebody could or would want to franchise. Mm -hmm. And when you start looking at the gyms and the popularity of some fitness avenues, we're pretty rural. I mean, we're a a dense population, but Mm -hmm. we're nowhere near like an inner city um, metropolitan area where you're going to have a whole lot of fitness options. Oh yeah. So being down in Charlotte uh, and it was the first time I'd been down there in probably 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I always look at that place like it's metropolis. It's just a, it's a beautiful town. Oh, it's um, amazing. everything's new. There's all kinds of building. It's yeah. a young community. So you got the 20 to 30 year old. So it's a happening place. Mm-hmm. And you would think that big companies that knew better than you, would know that there's a certain amount of overcrowding or overpopulation as far as fitness options. And what mm-hmm. what Charlotte looked like was people cannot pour in there enough. Oh, it's crazy. Big fat corporations don't see other gyms as, hey, there's already it's already spoken for. There's already places for people to get fitness. Mm-hmm. And it's it was eye-opening because the one thing that I noticed was that there was as many flavors of fitness as there is restaurants. Oh, it's crazy. And, and, you know, you're not feeling like that kind of food, then you go to this kind of bar. Yes. You want a different kind of brewery, then you go to this kind of brewery. And that's a town that looks at it as if people are always in the mood for something different. Yep. And you and I had a, a short conversation about, because we're always trying to figure out what, what makes people tick mm-hmm. and how can we position ourselves so that people 
are encouraged to pursue a healthy lifestyle based on what we offer. Right. And the reality is just some people aren't always going to be down with eating Chinese food every day. Correct. So they're going to want to look out into different areas and branch out into different types of discipline. Mm -hmm. And where we initially thought, um, well, people are ultimately, they want a smaller waistline. Right. That's not the case. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't remember if we talked about this on the show or not, but uh, the number of people that we helped lose a significant amount mm -hmm. of weight last year, so 2017, 18, um, and heading into 19, our full emphasis was the only way we can impact our community is if we impact their health. Right. You know, having a place for somebody to grab a dumbbell doesn't create a healthier community. Mm -hmm. um, so we went raw and went right to the numbers. Go get your physicals, go get your numbers, get your digits, right. and and stare your current fitness in the face and be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. Now with what's going on, because with, with at-home options like the mirror, which is the new... You know, you face a mirror. It's this thing you put on your, so your wall. Wild. It's awesome. Um, you have a virtual trainer. Yeah. And then you've got Peloton, which is a virtual trainer. Yeah. You've got the garage gym, which you just follow CrossFit HQ or you follow some other online programming. Exactly. So the ability to get to fitness has branched well beyond Richard Simmons in the, in the, the VHS oh, yeah. tape. Which is so funny because I still know people that are using those. So they haven't even invested... <laughs> Uh, they haven't invested a dollar more into their fitness because they have found something that they're still sticking. <laughs> He's a VCR, they got but their, they're still sticking in their VCR. They got their money's worth. I need to go find my share video. <laughs> it's, I think it's packed up somewhere. So it's, there's so much eye opening as I, as I get older and I start looking at trying to anticipate what people need. Right. It's very funny because even people that have lost a significant amount of weight, recognizing they're not built for the journey mm -hmm. of going the distance with that. Mm -hmm. That's just the, the cold reality. People yeah. are like, I will bust my hump to lose 10 pounds, but I'll be damned if I'm going to put six months of this behavior in. It's just not there. Oh, yeah. For the majority of people. Yes. The ones that finally have that awakening or aha moment where they're like, I am sick of my pants not fitting. Yeah. I'm tired of, you know, I won't have sex with the lights on anymore because right. I don't... And that's touchy because if you want to be there for that person, but they can't be there for themselves beyond a six-week window, mm -hmm. are they lost? Is there any hope for that person? Right. Do they need more in-home? Do they need more personal coaching and accountability? Do they need a fitness butler? I, I mean, think, what the hell are they missing in their life? I think it's such a um, it's such a really a touchy subject and so personal because it's you you said it the best. Somebody who loves you, whether it's, you know, your best friend, your spouse, if they're a different person, or, you know, just a really good friend or whatever. They want you, I would hope so, to just feel amazing and see, watch you be proud of yourself. And I think when you take something like inside of a household, it's hard because like, you know, that I love ice cream. Mm. But I think the difference is you don't bring it home. So you know I love it. You're never, if, if we were out and I was like, oh my gosh, I've just got to get an ice cream cone. I doubt that you would say to me, are you sure that's not going to interfere with your goals? You might just say, you know what, you never do it. Depends on the mood I'm in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does depend on the mood you're in. But you're never going to bring home a half gallon of chocolate peanut butter ice cream. You wouldn't set me up that way. And Correct. 
I think a lot of people kind of twist it where it's people would say, oh, does Brian not love you enough? Is that why he's not bringing home ice cream? And it's like, no, he does love me enough to, 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 bring it home. to watch how hard I work and have watched the tears when I'm unhappy with myself to not do that. If, if you would continually bring home things that I couldn't resist or maintain control over eating, yeah, I'd, be, I'd start getting upset about it. Exactly. And the thing that's cool, like with you, we just had somebody drop you off some delicious looking cookies. But mm-hmm. you know what my favorite part was? Small bag. They know. She could have she brought you 12. But they instead w- it was a small bag that's like, you know what? I, you know, I like you enough to bring you something that I know you're going to enjoy, but I also respect you enough that I'm not going to set you up for failure. A pan, a pan of treats. I wouldn't have minded a pan of those. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> so knowing that there's, there's this broad space and this broad market for individual fitness. Yes. And we have influences in our life that have kind of suggested that the model of training people is taking a shift into a non-gym environment. Mm-hmm. And the idea is, um, hey, people don't want to be bothered driving to a gym anymore. Right. Um, you're not going to be able to be, um, you won't have the ability to be influential enough mm-hmm. in a in a physical gym space. So you need to start looking at working solely on the emotional piece. Right. You know, kind of take people's mind through the process mm-hmm. and be their accountability and their coach. Mm-hmm. But now that we came from a place like Charlotte, and Gosh, I, I was, I'm still kind of in shock that um, there's so much room for people, and there's still not enough service delivered. Yes. So the question is, is it an age thing? You know, because you've got the 20 to 30 year olds that um, they are still so, well, they're still on the hook looking for a, a mate. Yeah. You know, so they're absolutely going out, and maybe that serves more to the who the at-home people are driven towards. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously money is going to be an influencer. Time is going to be an influencer. But I also think you're going to get to a level where you just don't give a shit anymore enough to about the way you look. It's just not a priority once you're married for most people. I think it's for some. And they, you know, I've said this forever. I think that a lot of, you know, I can speak from a woman's point of view because I am one. I think a lot of women tend to put themselves last. So it's like if I can... If, you know, my kids need to get to practice or I need to do something, it's like, well, I'll just, I'll squeeze in my, you know, P90X when I get home and right. then something else happens. So I think a lot of it is always, we've always said this, be honest with yourself. And if you're not happy where you are physically, make the change, but also allow yourself the freedom to take 60 minutes a day if that's what you need to go and do your fitness and however you need to make that happen. If you don't have the support, that's a problem. But if, if you do have the support to do it and it's laziness, try to figure out why. If, if you are putting things off at the end of the day, like we had talked about also in other shows that for me to get the time in that I need to have the Brian time, right? It's got to be at four in the morning. Yeah. I mean, so I dedicate my time super early so that the rest of the day I can just turn the switch on for everything and everybody else. But if, if there's an opportunity for you to be greater and you know, you can't do it at home because a lot of the people that do come into the, uh, come to raise the bar Mm -hmm. that have the home set up, they have Pelotons in the house. They've got the dope home gym. They do, 
you know, fitness on demand. Yep. They have these options and there's always a point where, and it's almost like relationship hopping. So mm-hmm. you're in a relationship for a period of years. You're like, oh, if this person would only be like this, mm-hmm. my life would be so much better. So you're <laughs> right. a dirtbag. You go pursue somebody that has that. Right. And while you're with them, you realize there's something else that's missing or there's something that the last opportunity gave you that this one doesn't. And people, I think, look at fitness the same way. Oh, if only my coach was more on my ass. Oh, if my coach would only leave me alone a little bit. Yes. Um, I want to be a specialist in this, this movement. And uh, I just want the convenience of rolling out of bed, not fixing my hair. Yes. (laughs) But after a period of time, that stuff falls apart and there's always a, a spot where they recognize they made a decision that's not serving them as well. Yep. So then they fall back, backslide. Then after a while, they pursue that other option mm-hmm. or alternative yeah. uh, fitness avenue. I think um, the big trend that I saw in Charlotte that I thought was pretty awesome is the number of different types of fitness that are even in the same building. And unlike where we are, where it's it's this really strange area where it seems like people are competing for the same people mm-hmm. like you almost just trade the same dozen people yep. and when a cheaper option comes into town it's that's where they go charlotte was cool because in one of the places we were in there were two completely different styles of training that literally used the same front door to go into under the same roof yeah under the same roof and it was like just an agreement that's like, I am not going to actively pursue your people to try to get them to leave their current situation. However, do you have an issue if I offer them a 10 class pack? Or so they've been able to, because it's, of course, fitness, you're competitive no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. And it's you're you're competing for the time and the money of your clients. But how they did it was so beautiful. It was even like the color scheme goes across and the... They joined. It was so... Oh my gosh. I I would love to look down and see a whole row of everything stemming from what we do down to Zumba mm-hmm. and to know that our industry is impacting people in a not in, and not in an ugly way. It's not, it's not, that's, I think that's part of that realization that is coming from this weekend is it's, it's not a brand. Oh, not I want to say brand. It's not a particular discipline of fitness. It's fitness as an industry. Yes. And a lot of fitness owners get wrapped up in the idea, um, especially CrossFit, yeah. you know? So if you end up in this mindset where it's, well, if you're not doing CrossFit, you're not elite fitness. Exactly. And in reality, over a, over a period of time, every, you know, the timeline hits and people are going to look for a change somewhere. Yes. The CrossFit's been around since 2000, six seven ish you got Mm -hmm. some thin populations that are still in the mix with that oh yeah but as a whole i know more people that have left crossfit been injured by crossfit and stepped out looking for that next flavor of fitness oh yeah because they want to stay in the industry and they're going out and their needs are being met by a different service type exactly and and i would have started when i there's so much that i've you and i have grown over the past uh, 10 years since we started doing fitness professionally Mm -hmm where we thought people would be and what we were going to put in front of them to say, this is where people are going to hook onto because we create an environment that's easy to follow fast results, uh, full, full life cycle service. Mm -hmm. And you find out that there's certain, every piece of the population only has a small percentage that's going to want that. Yeah. And 
I think most people are happy just bitching about not being healthy versus pursuing health. Yep. We meet more people that it's one in three, dude. Exactly. One in three are, you know, they need help. Yeah. And they're not doing anything about it. Exactly. And I don't know. And I think um, it's very funny. A lot of the people that we are blessed enough to have in our lives say things like, um, if you really want to do something, suddenly you have the time. And if you really want something, suddenly you have the money. Oh, yeah. But fitness is one of those areas. And we can easily speak to it because we've done it for so long. It's the first pot of money that goes. Yet, it's really one of the most important you get the greatest return the problem is the return comes over time right it's like a it's like a treasury bond i mean you got to wait till the thing matures before you really get the full benefit of what you're doing exactly and something we heard this weekend is people were talking about price anchors and people are like oh fitness fitness and health okay that category in my mind is nine dollar planet fitness exactly and this was pretty remarkable because you got the people that do the planet fitness thing and the $10 budget per month is like, yes. I get my fitness for $10. And yep. when they hear something like Gold's Gym and Gold's is like, oh, wait a minute, I'm going to $39 a week and this is for, or a month <laughs> a and month. this is for a contract? Yeah. Oh my, I don't know about this. But then those people get in there and that becomes their budget. Yes. And it goes all the way, all the way up into the boutique micro gym space where yes. we are, where it's, it's up to 200 and beyond a month. Yes. And the difference is, um, Planet Fitness is going to take all their proceeds and serve you pizza and Jolly Ranchers and everything else in the gym. It's an actual fact. It's not even us being... Gold's, the model is you're going to wear Beats headphones, grunt, scream, drop. Yep. And that's the model, but no one's talking to you. Yep. And then you start evolving up the chain and you start recognizing that the interaction, follow through questions and to be to be able to be taken care of at a different level, that goes with the cost factor. It's not that there's a dumbbell in Planet Fitness, there's a dumbbell in Gold's, and there's a dumbbell in the boutique gym space. And all dumbbells are created equally, so ergo all services are created equally. (laughs) And people's price anchor, they're like, 200 a month, my car's only 300. Exactly. That car in five years is going to be dead, broke, gone, traded in. Mm -hmm. But in five years, you could have added another decade to your life. Yep. Car's going to have limits to your, your health Well, what I think is very interesting with the car example is as soon as you go out and buy a new car, as soon as the next generation comes out, your car's old. It's old. And you want what the next thing has. So if you look at fitness, if you are somewhere that's working for you, do you really want to move on to something that's prettier? shorter in time when you're used to a longer duration that you genuinely love? Do you want to move on from, like you said, CrossFit and and go to somewhere that doesn't have it if you still love CrossFit? It depends on what, you, what you're seeing. Yeah. And here's something people, people are very happy and content being able to check the box. They feel good about Definitely. themselves. And because I did this this morning, I know I can eat this guilt-free. Right. Not true, by the way. I mean, there's it's never that cut and dry no. every day. I wish it was. But when you start, <laughs> Beachbody pulled this shit for a long time. And when we first started, because we were plugged in, not just as consumers, but we got into the MLM business yeah. side of that thing in 2010-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we started seeing that, it's like, oh my gosh, P90X, this thing's pretty dope. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, when that thing started running its course and Beachbody wanted to make more money, they came out with something else. Right. And then each trainer within the organization came out with a different product and every product yeah. was slightly different than the last one because people get bored. Yes. And it went all the way down from 
Tony Horton's shtick, which was 12 weeks uh-huh. up to 90 minutes a day, balls out crazy fitness. And in 2009, <laughs> 2010, that's not the direction everybody was going. No. Everyone was like, 30 minutes, get in and get out. Yeah. And it went to this 90-minute thing, and the transformations that went with Tony Horton's program it had longer lasting benefits because it was rooted in strength training. Exactly. Uh, versus like uh, Insanity, which is another product of theirs, where you ended up with bad knees, bad joints, and bad ankles. Right. You know, so you could see that the longevity of the product only lasted so long. Mm-hmm. But Beachbody figured out if I don't produce something new every time, people are going to find their way back to the gyms. Definitely. So I have to keep them entertained and let them know that, hey, now we've rediscovered what's really going to work. So it went from... 90 days and up to 90 minutes a day down to 30 minutes for 30 days and exactly. 20 minutes every other day. And it got ridiculous because I was like, you guys, you're, you're not even holding true to your own self. Exactly. That year over year, you know what works and you're walking away yeah. from it. I think what's interesting in most of the conversations I've had and um, most of the people that I have kind of followed behind the scenes without them knowing I followed them either through you know, friends or just me kind of paying attention. You can't ever do less than what you're currently doing the older you get. So I, I I'll, I'll know, caveat this slightly. Yeah. It's got to be twice as intense. Exactly. But it's got to it be a trade off one direction or the other. But I didn't, I don't mean like less, like you can't go from working 60 minutes to 50. Yeah. I mean, if you, right now, I'm, I do our boot camp program mm-hmm. and it, kicks my butt because as I get older and the weight is harder for me to maintain or lose, I do have to, and we, if you know me at all, I'm not a heavy lifter. So I have to find the intensity in another way. But what I'd never do is go in and say, um, I think I'm going to do 20 minutes of this 60 minutes. And I know that in 30 days, I'm going to look better than I do. It's, it isn't the way that it works when you're used to your heart rate being, you know, above average for 20 minutes of your 60 minute workout or 30 minutes. And then you think I really only have to push for five now. You're not, I don't, I think you may think your results are the same or improving because you tried something different. But if you actually tracked your progress I've never seen anybody who I have personally followed or stayed in touch with that has gotten better. By doing less. By doing less. Of course not. And this is part of the um, this is the part of the conundrum with moving into that space where we're just online coaches, right? And we're navigating people through the nutritional healthy choice, yep. accountability, do your work, do your thing. Yep. Even if you're training on your own, the level of intensity can't be matched as it is once you got someone face to face. No. And if you're Levels of conditioning can be lost quickly. Yes. The body's always going to revert back to a very deconditioned baseline. That's yep. just the way we're designed to die. So if you're not active and pushing and driving. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the key benefits to a healthy lifestyle, and it's strength training. Yep. Number one. And you've got to balance the meal plan and nutrition. Mm-hmm. And then you have some endurance cardio work. Definitely. Because there are multiple systems within the body that have to be entertained yes. to maintain a level of conditioning that's yep. going to carry you through to the older age. You can eat well, lose weight, do nothing else. Absolutely. We'll shrink your waistline. Certainly. You're, you're going to look good, but that will do nothing for your bone density. Yep. It's not going to do anything to strengthen uh, your um, all your primary functions and yep. movements so that you can pick up groceries and you can drag your kids around. Eating right alone doesn't make you competent to do those other things in life. Right. 
And when people lose that style of conditioning because they've reduced their output, they reduce their um, their so their output, their torque, mm-hmm. their agility. They don't work on the key things anymore. Um, there's not a whole lot of place to where you can go and condition yourself better. Correct. Everything's trees get bigger and stronger every year. Yep. Okay, so the rings on a tree, it's kind of like your training years. The, mm-hmm. the more you train and the stronger you get, the more resolved and resilient your body becomes, like a big oak. Mm-hmm. And you've now got this big thing that over time, it's huge and massive and strong. And your body's kind of the same way, whereas if you do everything right, you'll get stronger and build bigger. And you should always be at a high level. Yep. You don't have to be crushing PRs or doing um, you know ridiculous things no to, to be that tree no not at all i don't know where the tree analogy came from i like it we can't we can hardly even see a tree from where we're at sitting least it's right not now a car. at least i'm as, not talking about a car usually there will at some point because you already did the car earlier in the show see? i think you'll bring it back i always default to hot rods that, well that's you i think that you may have been a hot rod <laughs> i'm pretty close <laughs> but i think um I think a lot of it, as with everything that we ever talk about, is just is really just being honest. And if it's something that's important to you with fitness-wise, you have a fitness wallet. And if you would rather go out and go out and eat at an expensive restaurant that is serving garbage, versus taking that money, one dinner, by the way, can be as much as a gym membership for a month. Yep. So if you'd rather take it, then be honest. But you can't. It's almost unjust, for lack of a better word, to stand in front of the mirror or get on the scale and be like, oh, I'm disgusted. I'm so disappointed with myself, but I'm going to take my $200 again next month and I'm going to go out to a nice dinner. And that's if you do one dinner because we were right. eating out, um, we were hitting a local sushi place and we started recognizing um, it was just in passing by that we were like, we eat four lunches. A month. a month and it is it's enough money to pay for two two hundred dollar gym memberships exactly that gets stupid and this was this was something that was supposed to be like an end of week treat this was something that exactly. it's, it's a healthy option for us it fits our macros and our target proteins and what we're trying to do and it was once a week it's once a week right it's a 40 minute event yes and that when we talk about price anchor and when people say i have a budget for this and it matches yes. this and you had talked about your fitness wallet yeah. If you look at where you are in your life, and it, this is where it gets slimy as a gym person where someone comes up and they say, you know, they're holding a $1,000 iPhone in their hand and they've got their n- nails all did. Yes. And, you know, th- you can tell that there's been money put into themselves. Yes. But if you're like, look, five guys for two people cost about 40 bucks, $45 mm. per time. Right. Do you eat out four days a month with your significant person? which the food's taking you in the opposite direction. Right. So you're eating something that's not helping you. Right. Um, if you cannot eat out four times a month. A month. Don't go to happy hour two days or two weeks out of the month. Exactly. Don't hit your happy hours. Don't don't get dessert. Don't do this. So yes. there's absolutely $200 isn't anything. Nothing. It's nothing anymore when you look at how people are willing to waste. Yes. But they find People's mindsets now is that they find value in a hundred dollar sushi lunch. Yes, that is fleeting. You're hungry to an hour and a half, two hours later. And you're like, yes, that experience is worth it because it's sushi. And my price anchor in my mind for sushi is eighty to hundred bucks a meal. This was a good deal. And you didn't have to prep it yourself, which well, is huge. That's right. And you don't have, right, you don't you, no labor. Yes. But when you price anchor something 
Um, and we were the same way when we got into the P90X thing back back in the day. I loved P90X. It was $100. That program was $120. And I'm like, are they we out of their mind? We almost had a heart attack. That's four months of Gold's Gym. Exactly. I was like, they are smoking crack yes. because my price anchor was off. Yep. But once you start to recognize that there is no price tag to being stronger, mm-hmm. there's no price tag to coming off your diabetes medications, there's no price tag to those things, yep. all of a sudden now your place or your cost point changes. And you're like, oh my God, I'm, my meds... My costs on my meds got yes. reduced. The gym that my coach is giving me shit about coming in here hammered every Monday yep. or hung over after football. I just stopped drinking as much. As much. And now I feel better on Mondays. I'm more productive on Mondays. My week isn't trashed right away. Okay, this is worth it because yeah. the cost point versus the benefit. Exactly. And that's a perfect way to put it is it's like, you know, you don't think about going from a six pack of beer to a 12 pack of beer that there's an increase in price. Well, what if you, we are certainly never going to get a bandwagon of live your perfect life and never have a beer and never do this. Mm-hmm. But if you just look at the purchases you make for, let's just say football season, or let's use the, you know, Nats going to the world series, how many people are going out and buying all of their gear? The Nats franchise doesn't need another dollar. <laughs> They really and you don't, don't need another shirt. And you don't need another shirt, but you get caught up in that moment. If you bought one one less jersey, if you bought a six-pack of beer instead of a 12, if you made three appetizers instead of 10, mm-hmm. like you really would find the money to focus on your health and fitness, feel better, look better. Like it's this crazy cool cycle that if you legit took a step back uh, you would change your life in such a better way small sacrifice to get the better physical return oh my gosh it's crazy and that was so we'll circle back with charlotte um that is a young population it's not a wealthy population because they're all kids they're right out of college no definitely not those uh establishments down there were anywhere from 150 to 250 and beyond you know, for general fitness services, but exactly. because it's very bougie and you got these high end options. God, it's so cool. It was awesome. So, well, the, the whole point of this conversation, and it's coming back to the physical because it's that time of year when people are de emphasizing mm-hmm. the, the the physical piece and they're over emphasizing enjoy your food, enjoy your life. Yeah. You only live once, kind of a thing. Yep. And everyone's flavor of fitness is going to be different. And yep. where everybody goes to pursue that, the price tag is going to be different. Yep. But you're never going to stay at one place very long, mm-hmm. two years, three years, maybe the big outliers that stay longer, yeah. but people are always shifting to something that they either take the mindset, I need something harder so that I can master my body and my future. Uh-huh. Or they say, uh, I want to scale back and I will go the, I will, I'll, I'm willing to pay less to get less Absolutely. so I can keep checking the box. Exactly. You know, with our business coaches and uh, the people in our lives that inspire, motivate and educate us. I've never had the opportunity where I stepped back and I was better for it. Never. Because the worst part about being surrounded by people that challenge and make you better is that you only get better by taking the next step up, not yeah. a step back. Yeah. And I think the coolest thing that I think could be played right into oh, your own personal fitness is one of the guys that was there this weekend said he welcomes the competition. And I think you can welcome it inside and outside of the gym. Mm-hmm. So you Compete with yourself, of course, inside. Compete with other people. Get that drive, that motivation. If you're a business owner, welcome the competition because it's just going to make you better. It's the industry. 
Yeah. It's the industry. It's not the trade craft. Everyone's on the same, uh, everyone's on the same mission. Yes. Everyone's on the same point. Yeah. Um, but to create an opportunity that's going to satisfy, um, a need. Yep. And it's not all, it's not all weight based people. They're, they're, the ranges from people are all over the map and of it's, course not. I'm learning every day, um, what people want. I usually have the smallest grasp on it because mm-hmm. I'm coming from a frame of reference of my own personal journey that doesn't match up with everybody else's. Right. Which it's cool. It's just different. Absolutely. And it's difficult to have a conversation where it's apples to apples. Absolutely. And as always, be honest with yourself and look at your budget. And if you, if the $10 fitness doesn't work for you and you need a 200 plus fitness, there is, there is some way that you can get there if you really want it. There, Go for it. There's always a way to get better. Yes. But if there's no translation, if you're not going to get better and it's not something that's going to improve your life, then it doesn't make sense. No, then don't do it. Don't, honestly. Don't pay for sushi and go to, you know, a hamburger joint. Exactly. No pay. sushi for lunch and then that's right. Taco Bell for dinner. Oh, <laughs> that sounds like diarrhea. Can you imagine? That sounds bad. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Short show for today, guys. Um, thank you again. Uh, always lots of gratitude and thanks for uh, sharing and liking. Yeah. Um, we're encouraged by your words and we're still... Somebody walked up this last week that said, "Hey, I listened to your your show, oh. and I was I was embarrassed because it was a high end guy, and I was like, that was I'm kind humbling. Of a, I'm kind of a douche on a lot of my uh, our shows, so I hope he didn't hear one when I was too douchey. That was very humbling it's, and very it's, cool. It's pretty awesome. Yes. So you never know who's listening. No. So thank you, well, wherever you're listening from. Exactly. Um, sharing is awesome, and uh, so is rating. Um, yes. The ratings uh, are always. Something I hate asking for, but mm-hmm. um, go up and just tell us we suck. Tell us we're great. Exactly. Something so that we know we're going the right direction. Yeah, give us something. All right, brilliant. All right, guys, have a fantastic one. All right. Catch you on the next one. Later. Later. Later.